What up? What up? What up? It's Rec League Podcast, man. This is episode number 46. I appreciate you if you stuck with us this long, especially through this recent hiatus that I went on. Um, This episode, you know, last episode, a return episode, it was a little big. Like, I think I crammed a lot into that episode. So this one is a little more compact. Um, we, we, We talk about recent news, basically, on... The movie segment, my guys, E-Sig, Nick Goodman. Um, David Fencer made some comments that kind of blew up Twitter. We uh, had a Marvel discussion. We had a couple Marvel discussions. Um, and then the the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, Fantastic Beasts news. We get into a little bit of all of that and some other stuff. Um Sports, I'm going to react to the announcement that the NBA is already scheduled to return whenever uh, next season is going to start. Bars. It's always bars. And then music is kind of, sort of, still up in the air. I'm going to record one thing to have it in the the can. But if something else pops, then that will be the segment. So I can't commit just yet. Um... I can finally, for the first time since March, say that uh, Freaky, the Christopher Landon, Catherine Newton, Vince Vaughn horror slasher comedy is in theaters. Um, And I don't remember the name of the Kevin Costner, Diane Lane movie where they're trying to go get their grandson from a crazy family. That is also in theaters. And uh, recently on Blu-ray, DVD, 4K, whatever your uh, format of choice is, Mulan, the live-action Mulan, like, it got released on Disney Plus back in, what, September? It's on Blu-ray and DVD now, 4K. Bill and Ted Face the Music is also available for physical purchase. This, um, This Tuesday, New Mutants comes out to purchase. And before the next podcast, the Irishman will get a Criterion edition. Is, is that the terminology? Um, something else comes out that day, too. Now I can't think of what it is. But the no, Better Call Saul Season 5. That's what it is. I'm still not, like, we're not back into the full swing of things yet. So I'm not putting poll questions on the Twitter page and sharing those onto the Instagram or the Facebook uh, f- find us on the socials. Speaking of, man, uh, at Rec League Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, at Rec League Pod on Twitter. Um, by now, I didn't say my name at the top. By now, y'all know my name. But um, like I said, when I come back, Nick Goodman, Eric Sigman, we're going we gonna to chop it up. It's Rec League Podcast. All right, man, we back, man, we back. We got the usual suspects, man. My guy Isig, my guy Nick Goodman, who can't see us unless we talking. Um, that's that's a Zoom joke. I uh, <laughs> yo, like last time, I think I was like so excited that we was back. I forgot, I forgot to R.I.P. Sean Connery. Talk a little bit about Sean Connery, man. He passed away. Uh, the very first James Bond. I finally saw all his Bond movies, including Never Say Never Again for the first time. But uh, like. I just want to talk about like our favorite Connery movies right quick. 
I need to rewatch Entrapment, but mine is The Rock. I watched it. Um, I come up with weird binges. Like Michael Bay had nothing to do with Bad Boys for Life besides like a little cameo and maybe a producer credit. But I rewatched the first Bad Boys, so I rewatched the Michael Bay movies I hadn't seen or logged on Letterboxd. And The Rock was one of those, man. The Rock is so good. Like he, The only dude to escape from Alcatraz, Nicolas Cage, a geek scientist, and the only dude who can defuse these chemicals. If, if Michael Bay has any perfect movies, the first Bad Boys and The Rock are those. Um, Eric, what's yours? Last Crusade? Uh, <laughs> now, mine has to be um, the movie that got him his... Oscar, the um, Untouchables. Nice. So, um, <laughs> Brian De Palma movie, and which kind of put Kevin Costner on the map. But yeah, I think that's his. So it's Brian De Palma's fault. Definitive lost. Yeah, what'd you say, Randy? My bad. It's Brian De Palma's fault that Goodfellas lost. Is it now? Oh yeah. <laughs> You're right. But that's true. In a, a crazy six degrees type of way. Yeah, yeah. I can't um disagree with you on the Rock. I mean, the dude is um, sixty six years old in the Rock in a badass. Oh, what was that trivia that I that I shared with you guys? I think you said you had already saw it before I shared it. That he like he went into Disney or he like punked Michael Bay or some shit on set, but he he like also went in to Disney offices going to bat for like more money or something. Yeah, something like that, just um, flexing his muscle, his his legendary muscle. Yeah, Sean Connery was a badass, man. Nick? Like, my favorite movie, like, just because I'm, like, a dork, like, I, it would probably be The Last Crusade, just because, like, that's the one I've watched. Not even mad. The most. But it's like, you know, I love The Rock. I loved Entrapment. I love The Hunt for Red October. I think an underrated movie with Sean Connery that like no one is really talking about because he wasn't really in it that I loved when I was a kid was Dragonheart. Yeah. Like I feel like everyone has like forgotten that he was the voice of the dragon. And like, I love that movie when I was a kid, like that movie wouldn't have been as good had he not been the voice. He was like, it gave that so much more character. Like it would have been like this run of the mill, like, stupid 90s like fantasy movie but it was so good to me as like a six or seven year old however old i was who was like the but, human lead was that dennis quaid yeah oh yeah it's it's all like it's not good but like it is like it's it's just one of those movies like it's so he, he brings that nuance yeah it's like he just added the it's like eddie murphy playing the dragon in mulan like it just like yeah. it's a whole different character in like this other movie that's like just a completely different vibe. But I'd probably, yeah, just because Last Crusade, like, growing up, just watching Indiana Jones, like, nonstop. We named the dog Indiana. Yeah, like, <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. It, it, he was perfectly casting as like, Harrison Ford's dad. Yeah, he's only, like, six years older than Harrison Ford or something, <laughs> or, like, 12 years older. I, I forget, but, but like... Sean Connery was one of the first, like, growing up, he was, like, one of the celebrities that, like, my mom was in love with. Like, she would just always talk about Sean Connery. And, like, my parents loved that movie, The Medicine Man, which is another movie, like, yeah. no one talks about. 
Like, they love that movie. They would watch it all the time. So I feel like for like the first maybe like 10 years of my life, like Sean Connery was everywhere. Like he was all over the TV. He was in my mom's like stories. <laughs> How wild but, is it that he passed on uh, Morpheus and Gandalf? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of, um, I guess, the fuse that were like the end of his career and on his terms. Yeah. But uh, Gandalf had to be like, I don't even know the terminology because he could have done Gandalf for Lord of the Rings. No way he was coming back for The Hobbit. No. Mm. That yeah, was, uh, well, maybe. I don't know. Because it might have it might have changed his, like, I, in my head, it was always like he passed on those because he didn't really understand them. Yeah. And then, so he was like, well, fine, I'll do this Extraordinary Gentleman movie. Sounds great. And like it was, so then he like in my head it was like that movie was just a flop, so he quit. Like he was like, you know what, I'm done. But like maybe if he had done Lord of the Rings and it would have been like still churning, that's what it was. Yeah. He'd have been like, I'm pretty good at this. I'm gonna keep doing it, <laughs> and then right. come back. But maybe not. it was actually the opposite. Um, he took the league. He said because he didn't understand it. Yeah, oh, that was okay. after. Um, <laughs> That actually makes sense. All the, the hits that the, yeah. the Matrix and Lord of the Rings became. But, that, that's um, something I, was, I do. I would be curious um, if he would have done the Matrix. That mean um, uh, Morpheus would have been Will. Oh no, Neo would have been Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. It's like I can probably not because Will Smith turned it down. But that's yeah. what he's going for. I can't even. It's like I that's can so picture weird. Sean Connery as Gandalf. Easy. And that would have that would have been pretty great. I can't even like the whole like vibe of the Matrix would have been different had they changed yeah. the casting. Like, yeah. Either. Not saying it would have been bad. Probably would have been great. But I, it's like just like the Matrix how it is how it is now. It's like I can't picture Sean Connery just doing that version of Morpheus like at all. I can't yeah. imagine myself seeing the "What if I told you" in Sean Connery's voice. Yeah. <laughs> what if I told you? I never yeah. said. Well, what if I told you? What? Well, actually, um, um, Lawrence Fishburne didn't say that either. I know. That's why I just said what I said. <laughs> nah. But yeah, it's um, it would have been interesting. But yeah, he just rode off into the sunset like most people of his generation do. They don't announce yeah. anything. They just, you know, they just ride off. Like it was fun. But it's like. It's like Gene Hackman. There you go, like, perfect example. Like, it's like say what you will about them retiring, like it sucked. But was, it's like they never did like the war with Grandpa. Was his last movie Welcome to Mooseport? It was. Gene Hackman, it was, wasn't it? Both of their last movies like sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that age group, they just um, uh, filmmaker Richard Donner, he just. Bounce. He's trying to cook Lethal Weapon Five. He ain't bounced yet. Yeah, I mean that's been cooking. Yeah, that's that stove is burnt. <laughs> My favorite action Randy? franchise. I do not want yeah, Lethal Weapon Five. Yeah, he made a cameo on a Goonies um, charity, um, like reunion or whatever. But yeah, Robert Duvall is still. He hasn't retired. He's still pretty busy. He's like. 
88, 89, something like that. <laughs> how, how many movies with Grandpa in the title has De Niro done now? Like, yeah, one too many. Yeah. Like, yeah. like but then I said, he's he'll doing Joker, the movie though. that Gene Hackman was trying to avoid doing. But then he'll, he'll come with Joker or the Irishman or some, something that we love. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's still probably, like, the best living actor. Then he'll cash he's, grab. Like, he's, yeah, he's taking all of those movies that come his way. Yeah. But, yeah, that sucks. Um, uh, Connery, man, he lived a full life that you can't. Yeah, for sure. You know, you can only hope to live that long and be, you know, healthy. <laughs> and the cat seems to agree. <laughs> so I don't say that. I was going to post, uh, this has nothing to do with the podcast, but we're recording, so fuck it. I was going to post The Child <laughs> and then a picture of her, because she looks just like Yoda. <laughs> it's it's not Yoda. It's, it's No, fuck that. It's Yoda. <laughs> fuck you, Disney. It's Yoda. <laughs> it's, it's The Child, not Yoda. I don't work at Spencer. I don't work at the Disney store. It's Yoda, baby. Before we get into The Mandalorian, though... We got to show Alex Trebek some love, too. And yeah. Nick, gush over the greatest game show host of all time. Yeah. Um, I love Jeopardy. Like, even still. Like, I feel like... I, I love game shows. Like, I, I'm, like, part of that, like... I like any new game show. I'm like, well, I'll check that out. But, like, ever since I can remember... It's like, I like Wheel of Fortune as much as anybody. But I don't ever remember, like, loving Wheel of Fortune. It's just, like, something you watch... But it's like I would like watch Jeopardy at seven thirty. Like it's yeah. like oh it's it's that time. It's like ever since I can remember, and it's always like you know, it's always been Alex Trebek. Like it's one of the few game shows that has always had the same. And I don't know, made just few game show hosts that made it better. Like he was the kind of the soul of the show. Like if that host isn't good if that host doesn't work then the show doesn't work like you can't flub your lines you have to enunciate you have to pronounce things right like he was perfect at his job and i don't know i'm gonna miss alex trebek like i don't know it's like one of those things like what are they even gonna do like whatever they do is not gonna be received yeah well like whoever they choose to succeed he was just that good at his job and he kept like you know i watched the 2020 like retrospective thing on him that came on the next day and it was just like i think we were all texting each other like when he passed and it was like yeah oh i just watched him on friday and you know that thing it showed he was in a lot of pain like he was not doing well obviously mm. and was just powering through it yep. like it's crazy to think that, you know, we're losing these actors and all these people to prostate cancer and, like, how they're just, like, working through it. Yeah. But I'm going to miss Alex. But, like, I don't even have, like, a thing. Like, it, it's going to suck, like, not watching Jeopardy with Alex Trebek. Yeah. Like, that's that's the curse of whoever takes over. They'll never be yeah. Trebek. Yeah. No. White Man Can't Jump will never be the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's crazy and what um i ryan reynolds said he did a cameo for free guy oh yeah really? 
He might have been in the yeah, most recent trailer. About. It's like he stayed busy. And he, like, you yeah. know he was struggling through it. But, I mean, he, I guess that was his way of yeah. keeping it together was to just keep working. Trying to stay distracted from the pain. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, I got to recommend something that has something to do with both Sean Connery and Alex Trebek. Here we go, man. You should just have a shirt, an SNL shirt, right quick. <laughs> <laughs> and but you know what? During that era, is that's one of the best. You know, people like to crap on SNL uh, these days, but I think the um, Celebrity Jeopardy on SNL, Will Ferrell and um, as Trebek and Daryl Hammond as Sean Connery is some of the best television. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the way they portray now, first of all, Alex Trebek and Sean Connery have been reported to um, have loved the depiction of these characters. They got a kick out of it. And um, Trebek actually said he he was upset that Will Ferrell didn't play him more exaggerated because <laughs> yeah. Will Ferrell actually plays him straight if you watch those sketches, and he just delivers um the funny lines, but um. They portrayed Sean Connery, Daryl Hammond as like this lewd, <laughs> rude, um, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Um, you know, like on Will Ferrell, like Sean Connery, you have negative 69 points. And Daryl Hammond, like 69 is how I scored it with your mother. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, um, now that's just, if you haven't seen that, y'all gotta you know, check that out. But yeah, it's, um, that's like one of the few SNL sketches where it's like, I can't think of like a bad one. Like of all the celebrity Jeopardy SNLs I've seen, like I can't think of one that isn't funny. It's kind of like Weekend Update. Like it's like the thing. Like if there's a celebrity Jeopardy, like that's gonna be the funny sketch of the. Like you know this will be good. That and then like the ones with Burt Reynolds too. Yeah, no. weird that they're all <laughs> dead now in real life. Like that's just weird. Like, yeah, it is. That's nuts. But um, now like you yeah, said, Nick, um, you were touching something. on something. Like when um, I assume you were talking specifically about these actors powering through these celebrities like Chadwick Boseman and Trebek. And, you know, it's horrible that they passed away. But in um, in the glass half full type of way, you want to look at the you know inspiration that they give to keep fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To keep pushing through. And and you know, I guess, Randy, you could share a, a thing or two. I can't, that, you know, I can't share shit. Like, like I've said on the show, like I don't want to cut you off, but, no, it's all good. <laughs> but like, like I've I've said on the pod, I, I I had cancer. They caught that. They caught the tumor on a Tuesday. Took it out on a Friday. I didn't. I didn't go through shit. But you can pretend you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my style. three days, four days. I'm sure we're pretty freaking no. frightening. No, like yeah, they were, yeah, they were scary um, for my wife. They were scary for my wife and maybe like family yeah. friends that I told. I didn't let myself process it. I still haven't. Yeah. I, 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 I've never like sat back and was just like, "Fuck!" Like I had a tumor in my bladder. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like it's weird. Like I just, I'm not wired to like get emotional over myself. It's just the cards I was dealt, and I get checked every three to six months now. Right there we go, and yeah, that could have been. I mean, we're definitely glad you're here, but yeah, it's um, <laughs> but yeah, mom, but no, For just sure. um, keep pushing through. Um, yeah, that's nuts, and 
Yeah, but yeah, and Trebek he made when he made the announcement, and you know that's still you look yeah. back at that. That's that's a real emotional video. Yeah, like him, yeah, Roman Reigns, like yeah, like everybody found out about Chadwick after he passed. But yeah, that shit, right. shit sucks. Yeah, I hate that. It's been a thing now the last few years, and I guess this is probably like selfish to say, but it's like I hate that. Like when a celebrity, like which it's their right. Like I'm not saying like they should, but I like hate when like a like Kelly Preston like. No one knew she had breast cancer. And then, like, I woke up one day and checked the news, and she was just gone. Yeah. And, like, I hate that. Like, it's – I understand why they do it, and they should continue to do so if that's how they want to – but I hate it so much. Like, I can't (laughs) – like, David Bowie was the same way. Like, it was just like, wait, huh? Like, uh, David Bowie, which is interesting enough, he made that last um, video, the music video, while he was sick. And that's – well, try watching that. Yeah, and like I remember, like I remember that, and they'd be like, "Also, he has a new album, and here's his last video." And it was yeah. like, "Wait, what?" Like I just, I remember just hating that. Man, it's Not a this, celebrity. You know. They got to find some kind of stitch of private life. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, it definitely. sucks for the fan, but I'm not mad at it. Yeah, right. I but even Bozeman. No, I'm sorry, Nick. Um, but in Bozeman to the fact that nobody like. Nobody, even Marvel, you know, they were pushing along with Black Panther 2. <laughs> I'm like, man, they didn't tell anybody. Yeah, I remember he posted that video and we, like, talked about it. Yeah. We, like, I remember we specifically, like, talked, like, wow, he looks rough. Good. That mm-hmm. Oscar. Like, we didn't think anything of it. Like, we were just like, oh. Yeah, I was just assuming it was for the five blood. Yeah. Like, yeah, he got that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, he must, you know, get sick of that movie or something. Like, we were just like, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I hate it. I get why they do it, and they should totally keep doing it. Like I get it, and I'd probably do that. But like, it was even it. to the point that um, a lot of people didn't even know he was married. No, yeah, he did. He was pretty private yeah. guy. Yeah, that sucked. Like little little sidetrack, right? Cool. Quick though, like like yeah. su- super good on Marvel for coming out and squashing those Black Panther two hologram rumors or whatever. Nah, they, they. Yeah, like. I hate that social media like flares up the most insane rumors that actual companies have to come out and kill that shit. Right. It's almost like it's not even like rumors anyway. It's like sometimes like people will just start rumors and then like you got people like making fake posters yeah. and doing shit like just saying wrong information. Like yeah. they aren't even like I heard that they are considering this or that. They're just like Chadwick Boseman's uh, being recast immediately and all this stuff. And it's like, you don't, they aren't making these announcements yet. They did the same thing when Paul Walker died. Like, it was like, no, they're just using his brother. His brother's going to play Brian now. And it was like, where did you, where did you hear? Like, you're just making a piece of these. Yeah. Like, these meetings, these leaks come out and they hear like little tidbits of the meeting and they trying to put them out there as fact. Yeah, yeah, it's like, so, somebody will post some shit, and then like a, um, I always like a like a fandom or a heroic Hollywood or um, what discussing film or whatever that page is. That's the one I can't think of. Well, they'll blow it up, and then everybody will run with that shit. It's like, bro, like wait until Warner Brothers or Disney or Paramount or whoever the fuck actually makes a statement. Yeah, it's like they aren't even. It's like the day after someone passes away, they are not thinking of like. 
what are we going to do about Black Panther 2? Furious 7, like, Universal and Furious 7 might have been like the most appropriate way to press on with that specific movie. And like, and I was thinking recently-ish, it's like, I don't know, like, in terms of what to do in a Black Panther 2, like, everyone knows he passed away. Like, everyone knows he died. So, like, I don't know. Like, there's a part of me that, like, thinks, like, they're going to have to pass the mantle somehow. It's just like, I just think whatever they do, I feel like we will we'll be okay. Like, yeah. I don't think they're going to do anything, like, disrespectful. But it's like, you know, you look at, like, the Star Wars and, like, they've made, like, CGI people, like, for certain scenes, actors that have passed away. Like, it's never been tasteless. Like, they do it, you know, in a way that's, like... No, oh, that yeah. was very necessary. So I feel like even if Marvel does something like that, like just for the sake of the story, I feel like we're okay. I feel like we'll get over it. Leia like, we'll in those like, last two like, movies was pretty good. Yeah, like it, it doesn't need to be a whole movie with a CGI Chadwick yeah. Boseman, but I feel like whatever they do, like I trust them enough that it's like, you know, mm-hmm. it, it'll be fine. Like we all know he passed away. Like we're not going to be like, wait, this is fake. That's not really Chadwick. Yeah, wait, I, like, what? Did he, like, so there's going to be somebody who'd be like, wow, he filmed all of this before he died? That's crazy. Let me see. But I have sort of a list. It's like in and out. I'm going to swap in and out of order. I'm not going to talk about it in the order that it's in. But the first thing, like, we might as well tackle this Johnny Depp fiasco. Because <laughs> from what I like, this whole thing is weird to me. Obviously, we know that Johnny Depp, Amber Heard... Made the Rome Diary, got married, beat each other up, and now it's a media circus. But what 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 is weird to me is like Johnny Depp sued this magazine and lost, and then Warner Brothers recast him. Or do we think that they made the decision to recast him before all this, and just the timing of that announcement coincided with him losing that legal thing? Yeah. And Amber Heard saying they have no basis to recast Mira in Wonder Woman 2. If I was Warner Brothers, I would fire her just for being that arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. Nick doesn't want to talk about it. (laughs) No, it's. um, I don't want to talk about 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 this. What's that, Randy? I don't want to spend like 40 minutes on it. No, um, I'm going to say it like this. Um, my opinion on the whole situation is jacked up. I think if you're going to do, you're making a, it's a real bad example, firing one and not the other. And, um, you know, in this situation, um, even if they had fired, um, what's her name, the actress? Amber Heard. Amber Turd, Amber Heard. Amber Heard. <laughs> um, even if they had fired her and let Johnny Depp kept his job, I would have been saying um, probably fire Johnny Depp. Yeah, he's got to go too. Like, didn't yeah. production on Pirates 5 get delayed because she cut his finger off, like the tip of his yeah. finger? <laughs> it's not funny. I'm not laughing. over there. Well, let me tell you something that's, um, you know, for our awesome audience listening um situations like that is kind of jacked yeah and um in hollywood i guess you have um i don't know if this applies to it the, the me too thing 
but it seems from the little stuff that did come out i don't know it just seemed like it was just a horrible relationship and they both should have just walked away yeah it sounds like it was toxic from jump street yeah yeah and no pun intended johnny depp but um (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even pick up on that I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, and but the the horrible thing is, um, there's a possibility. Um, you know, whenever there's a, a male being abused in a relationship, you know, they get accused, no question, blah blah blah. But usually when it goes the other way and there's a a, a female who's accused of being something, it's it's something to it. Nobody believes them and this and that. And I think that's um you know, it's kinda unfair. Yeah. And, you know, actually, you know, it's easy, it's easy to, to convince, to convince people by lying than it is to convince people by telling the truth these days when it comes to that type of relationship. And, you know, the whole thing, you wish they would just cut it off, but it didn't. So it's somewhere in the middle where they're both probably telling the truth to some degree, but then again, one side is probably this and that, but it's all jacked up and. And yeah, they Warner Brothers just they should just they have they have to fire her. That's that's my opinion. Nick Froze to make this because yes, yeah, it's, it's a really bad example and another yeah. actual abusive female. Hey, look what I can get away with. It's wild that Warner owns both properties that they're on. Yeah, and then that's I'm that's like, the whole another reason. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry, Nick. Oh no, I'm just I'm one of the few people. It's like every. You get on Facebook, there's a lot of people that, like, sharing, like, the I stand with Johnny Depp and all that shit, like, Spartacus. Like, <laughs> I'm one of the few people that, like, kind of understands, like, Warner Brothers' position. I, like, to me, so it's been, like, four years since all these allegations, like, first started coming to light. It was about, it was like around the time the second Alice in Wonderland came out, if I'm not, because I remember seeing that and then talking about it, like, but I remember, like, even that, like, was not a hit, and people blamed it on that. Like, they were like, well, maybe it's because Johnny Depp is in this hot water. So it's like, to me, just like, you know, woman comes forward, has allegations about this or that. To me, that person gets the benefit of the doubt immediately. That's just how it is. It's like, well, what reason Mm -hmm. do I not have to believe them she has pictures of you know her face looking shitty he comes back says this or that this or that he has proof about this or that this or that so like it's like you said to me it just looks like from an outside perspective it's like wow y'all should have just kept this to yourself and and realized that you're both pretty trash yeah it's like there's so many people that are like feel like they're being forced to pick one side or the other like Johnny right. Depp fans are like, I stand with Johnny, and I'm like, it's obvious they were both like really trash. Like right. they're clearly and like I don't want to clearly both alcoholics, yeah. clearly both like drinking and like beating the shit out of each other and arguing like every day. I've seen this in real life. Like it's it's not like mm-hmm. so. Like if I'm Johnny Depp, I'm not gonna sue some British tabloid. Like, who cares? Like, to me, that was, like, such a mistake. Yeah, take care of your house first. Yeah. Yeah, like, you have so much money. So now you're losing money. You're losing work. Your reputation is taking a hit. 
Like, who cares, like, what some tabloid says? Like, it, nobody reads the tabloids. I mean, they do, but, like, they don't. So yeah, I'm that's like, the, we'll so get like into the ego the thing at work. Yeah. I mean, like, to me, right now, like, where Warner Brothers is, like, they know if they fire Amber Heard, they're going to have just as much of a shitstorm, if yeah. not more, than they did for getting rid of Johnny Depp. Everyone's like, why would they do this? It makes perfect sense that they would do it. Like, the last Fantastic Beast movie didn't make nearly as much money as all the Harry Potter movies, and mm-hmm. everyone blamed that on Johnny Depp. Like, it's just fact. <laughs> they did. Like, he was yeah, the no, you're right. that movie. And they were like, yeah. could it be that this is the problematic, the most problematic series in film with J.K. Rowling and Ezra Miller was like choking people. Like there were people <laughs> are just not wanting to see these movies. Hey, but that yeah. reveal at the end, I can't wait for the third one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I was just saying, people are like, "Well, I'm gonna boycott part three. and I was like, "It sounds like you boycotted part one and two. Like nobody saw them. Right. <laughs> it sounds like you didn't go see them." Let me I'm ask y'all this: I didn't check. Um, if any one of y'all know, is Amber Heard involved with uh, the Schneider cut of Justice League? Yeah. I think she that's is. Like, yeah, that's where a lot of it coming because I think she was added into it. And then, like, she's supposed to be an Aquaman, too. And so, and then, of course, she goes on and says, well, these have no basis in reality. Like, yeah, people, online petitions don't determine casting. And I'm like, well, actors don't determine casting either. Yeah, like, if, right. if I'm her, I'm zip. If yeah, I'm her, up, agent, whoever. She's probably like, she probably knows she has that however many movie deal and she's feeling herself. Yeah, it's like if I'm her agent, I'm telling her to like shut the fuck like, up. I'm not like one hundred thousand percent like anti Amber Heard. I'm not like on that train. Like I'm at the point now where I don't really care because, yeah. like I said, it's so obvious that they're both just like garbage. At least when around one another, like yeah. I don't know anybody else saying that they've met Amber Heard and hate her. That they're bad like, people in general. Right? You know, like, just together, you're just... It was bad. It was toxic. Yeah. It was gross. Like, you should be able to realize that and break it off yourself. Like, be like, you know what? We get angry and we throw phones at one another. And, like, <laughs> that's not normal. We should break up. And the other person should be like, you're right. I don't like, you know, cutting it, off your fingers. It hurt me when the phone hit my face. We should break yeah. up. Yeah. Like yeah, like you know, th- this isn't normal. But they don't. <laughs> they didn't have the capacity to do that. It's like this, you know. I've seen that. I've been involved in things, not to that extent, but it's like I've you know been with people that it's like, ooh, yeah, no, 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 no. So it's like that's how I see it. It's just like from an outside perspective, it's just like they both should have just minded their own business, and yeah. now I feel like. In the long term, their reputations are just going to take irrevocable hit. Mm-hmm. Um, Mads Mikkelsen. Yes, that, yes. I'm glad you said that because I was about to move on. Who should be like? How do we feel about the Mads rumors? Because apparently, Colin Farrell's too busy with the Batman. Eric, uh, I mean, <laughs> no, he's a, what do you think I about Lashif? Fantastic. Beast. So I'm not even sure what reveal you're referring to, but I think Matt is a good actor. I like him. I don't. Did Did you see the crimes of Grindelwald? Like the second Fantastic Beast movie was not that good. Mm -hmm. 
It wasn't bad, but I need it was, to like, to me, it. just not. I liked it. Like, the first one wasn't that good, no. but I kind of enjoyed it. Like, it was, like, kind of fun. Yeah, like, I thought way. the first one was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, like, the first one was, like, fun and breezy. The second one was, I just, like, when I, th- I have not watched the second one since the theater. Neither And, like, I. when I think about it, like, it was just, like, people talking. Yeah. Like, I just think Johnny Depp walking in, like, a circle and explaining the plot for, with, like, 20 minutes. With blue lights. Instead of doing something. Yeah, you like, see, just exposition. You really see the difference between, have any of you ever read uh, Harry Potter books? No. Yeah. Who, who reads? Like, <laughs> yeah. And the thing with the movies, I only saw the first movie. Um, you see the difference between an author writer and a screen and a screenwriter writer. And J.K. Rowling, you know, uh, whatever she's getting into, um, I think she's a good author. I don't think she's a good screenwriter of movies. And that came through. At, um, <laughs> You've only seen The Sorcerer's Stone? You haven't seen any other Harry Potter? No, no, no. Ain't The Fantastic Beast. Oh, okay. Whew. I didn't see, no, I saw all the Harry Potter, so oh. I think I said that wrong. But no, I didn't see the um, the second Fantastic Beast movie. I saw the first one. And I was saying, um, like Nick was saying, um, authors tend to over-explain because they write books. Yeah. And you can tell she kind of gets caught up in that with um, her screenplays. You know, screenplays oh, is mostly man. direction, dialogue, and she... I forgot you, she you did tell the... she kind of finds... At least with the first movie, Fantastic Beasts, um, the balance is kind of uneven in that movie. Yeah, it's and really uneven in the second movie. But it's yeah. like it's Newt Scamander. all dialogue. Like that's what I remember. Like I just remember it being like all just talking and like explaining things instead of them just happening. I don't. I guess maybe I'm not explaining it well. But it was just like all exposition, like nonstop. Yeah. That's like, girl mentality. turns into a snake, and then it's like, I'm going to explain to you for a half hour why she is a snake. <laughs> it's like, Ugh. But Jude Law yeah. is Dumbledore. Jude Law as Dumbledore was the best part of that movie, as I, from my yes. memory. And, like, Johnny Depp, I remember thinking was good. Yeah. Like, he was, like, cool as that character, but it was like, <laughs> I just remember him, like, walking around and, like, talking. Like they were like in like the stadium or wherever, and like watching him, and he was just like talking, and I was like, "Wait, aren't they there to like do something to him? Why don't they just do it?" And they're like, "Shh." I think he's like talking, he's talking. <laughs> I think my huh? letterbox complaint was like they didn't really focus on any supposed crimes of Grindelwald. He was just yeah. there. He just talked too much. Like that That's was the title, the subtitle of the movie. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It's like, well, that's a crime. Lock me up. Like, he was talking. And then Ezra Miller's character was, like, not interesting. Like, I hate to, like, I don't know. People love that guy. His character, like, he's, like, the focus of the movie. He was, he's, like, Anakin or something. Like, he's, like, oh, this character's going to be something. Like, I did not give a shit, like, the entire movie. But at the end, there's, like, this little reveal, like, it's like who cares? Like, like I, I blame that on J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. Like she, in her head, thought that these ideas were great. Yeah, you got it. Not like, Harry Potter family tree. Like he doesn't need to be this person's this person. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I can only Maybe assume she's writing a third movie, right? 
cares? <laughs> they better not market that like, shit. Warner Brothers were smart. They would fire her. Like she, she seems to be the more problematic person. Yeah, I tell you who the winner is in all of this is David Yates. Oh yeah, 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 he's still getting banged. That dude directed how many Harry Potter related movies? That's what I was gonna say too. Like Johnny I, Depp got a bag for he, like, he still got to get paid. He got a buttload of money. He got paid. He got paid like ten million dollars something. Like that. I, I heard he got paid for the third movie. He got fat cash. More He's not even gonna be in it. Oh yeah, pay to play is Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, I heard he got paid more than Eddie Redmayne, who is like Which is doing insane. the entire movie. Don't let me yes, run a studio. Definitely, a bigger star is not getting paid more than the face of the movie. Yeah, that's nuts. That's like Downey Downey Jr. and um, Homecoming. <laughs> oh yeah, um, he got paid literally a million dollars a minute. Where are we at? Real quick, not nearly as mm-hmm. quick as all of this. Uh, it was. I think Zack Snyder said that had he put Catwoman in a movie, that Carlo Gugino was going to be his Catwoman. That's kind of perfect. That's his girl. Yeah, yeah. She did the voice of like. The ship and Superman. She's been in like all his movies since Watchmen. Yeah, I've read that, and at first, like I read that, and I was like, Carla Gugino. And then it's like I pictured it for Ben I like, Affleck. I love that. Yeah, it was like the meme of the girl like drinking the tea. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, wait, no. Yeah, for for me, it was it was always uh, Kate Beckinsale. But yeah, like, Carla Gugino was a really good choice too. <laughs> It's like you immediately think, like when it's Catwoman, you you think it's maybe it's because we're men. I don't know, but you think like, how are they going to look in the suit? Like, what are they going to do? You're not just like, how's the acting going to? Like, you're just not. You're like, well, what's the performance? That's like, you're thinking, <laughs> how's it going to look in the suit? So that was the Carla Gugino thing. I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, man, yeah, we, we okay. get beat that up would. with that. Like, unfairly, women do that too, man. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the rock and it was elbow. We, we do it with all you say who's such and such gonna be Batman like you're not thinking like wow <laughs> you're immediately like how are they gonna look in, like Robert Pattinson like is he gonna look cool in the suit I feel like that's why people were like I don't know because they were like I can't picture him in the suit yeah he'll probably give a good performance but I can't picture him in the suit so it's like Catwoman it's like Zoe Kravitz you're like yes I can picture that I could see that so yeah, they should have done that. Maybe they'll do it. She'll be like, like a Ben Affleck aged Catwoman. That would make sense. Yeah, exactly. Then, um, just yesterday, James Gunn confirmed that in some capacity, Sylvester Stallone's gonna be in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, but like they didn't say who he's playing. No, like at all. He could just be a yes. bystander on the street corner. I don't care. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's probably just going to be, like, some guy. That's he's dope, dude. Rocky like, awesome. Rambo yeah. is going to be a character in both cinematic comic book movie universes. Yeah. Um, and I think if anybody's going to do something awesome with a really minor role with Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone as James Gunn, I mean, even in Guardians 2, as small as Stallone's role, it was very vital. Yeah, to another character's um 
you know, arc. The movie's three and years I old. I think that was pretty. Just say Yonder. What was that? It was Yondu. <laughs> yeah. The movie's three years old. It was Yondu. The movie's been on TNT already. Yeah, that's true. God dog, yeah. Spoiler, yeah. The spoiler thing is past. Yeah. The statute of limitations is like a year and a half. There we go. But yeah, it's, um, I can't wait. I'd rather it be a secret for what he's going to do. I'm sure it's going to be something yeah. pretty cool. Hell yeah. Um... Everything else I had was like Eric flaming that dude about Die Hard being a Christmas movie, David Fincher, and then the the MCU phase one thing. Something, I mean, I don't know, maybe you edit around it or not. Uh, 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 so they did just announce that Chris Pratt is going to be in, in Thor. Thor Love and Thunder, but that's about As he it. should be. <laughs> it's like, I saw... It's like we, we have no thoughts. I think I saw, see, like, I hate seeing shit on Grace Randolph's page because I can never, like, take that shit at face value. But, I mean, she be right sometimes. That, mo- yeah. that it was Star-Lord, Groot, and Rocket were going to be, like, pivotal in Love and Thunder. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so excited. I'm as excited for that, that as I am, like, the Spider-Man stuff that's coming out. It's because the Spider-Man stuff seems like it's still, like, they don't know what they're doing. Like, at least they're like, well, maybe. Like, we'll figure it out as we go. Right. Like, I know Taika Waititi is doing something amazing with yeah. Thor. Love yeah. Time. Like, I know that's going to sure. be so good. I have, like, I want, like, as, like, WandaVision, Spider-Man 3, Doctor Strange, like, all happen and, like, remold the multiverse or whatever is going to happen, I want, like collateral damage to just randomly happen in Thor or whatever other movie Shang-Chi is coming and just like yeah. remold in mid-movie and they have no yeah. idea what's going on. And like so much of it is like it's like you think of X-Men how they did like the time travel and the multiverse all that and they used it to fix their old movies and like old mistakes and like Deadpool did like the time travel thing to like and then they made new ones you know yeah and then he like yeah. <laughs> like the MCU doesn't really have to do that like they don't really have any like mega missteps that they no. need to go back and like correct no so that just makes it more like exciting Crazy. to me it's like well, what are they gonna do with all of this like Yes. Yeah. Mumbo jumbo. Like they're just gonna use it to like, hopefully, just go nuts. Yeah, as they should. I mean, why the hell not at this point? Just, I mean, unless they go back and like, I don't know. I mean, like they could do anything. Like with the multiverse stuff, it's like I, in my head, I'm like, you could bring Edward Norton back for a cameo if you want to do it. Like you could yeah. just do like whatever mm-hmm. and just explain it away. Just be like, I don't know. That would be crazy. They won't. They won't. They won't. <laughs> it was, uh, Kevin Feige also said the WandaVision coming out in January that if anybody just wanted to randomly watch it, they could. But like fans who have been with the MCU for the whole ride are just going to have like all these like payoffs and just like cool, I don't know, it's like, just like Easter eggs it's and just shit. just like the Mandalorian. It's just like that. Like you could watch it on its own and it makes sense. That. It's great. But like... It's like my dad is watching The Mandalorian right now. And like every week we talk about it. He loves it. He thinks it's great. 
Randy, did you have you guys both watched the whole thing? Like, I caught up last it? night before I went to bed. Oh. I watched episode three. Did you so, like, put your Twitter thing like that episode like blew your mind because of Katie Sackoff? Yeah. Okay. Well, like I knew she was in the show, and like I had a feeling it was she was playing that person, but like it was never really confirmed, so it was just kind of like in the air. So like as soon as she showed up, I was like freaking out, and I like text my dad. And I did the same thing, like, with the Dark Saber and all that. Like, I was like, oh, my God, look, because I watched all the, like, cartoon shit. He had no idea what any of that was, but he still loved it anyway. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, that was cool. Like, yeah, she was badass. I was like, no, you don't understand. So I feel like that's what WandaVision is going to be. Like, you can probably watch it, but there's going to be little things yeah. that, like, were like. Holy shit, that's from the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Holy she yeah. tore a hole in the whatever and now there's a whatever, whatever. Like, we're going to just, like, know it. See, I imagine, I imagine, like, this goofy-ass, like, sitcom for, like, seven episodes, and then the last, the season finale, she realizes, like, everything's in her head, and then she does one of those, like, Charlize Theron, Mad Max, drop to her knees, screams so hard that that she fucks everything up, and then the movies have to fix it. Yeah. Mm. I think so. I just, like... They're, I'm hoping that they have some kind of like consequences in the movies, like things that happen in the show. Maybe not too hard, but like things that happen in the show will still be because it's like the Netflix Marvel shows, as great as those were, really didn't have anything to do with the movie. Like yeah, they, those, they didn't. That was even, a one-sided like, relationship. Yeah, yeah like, the movies affect the shows, but the show. Yeah, yeah, like they were just like. What about the green guy? Yeah. Like, they didn't even, like, name him. Like, they were just, like, <laughs> the flag waver. He's cool. And then that was that. Yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, there's stuff. It's like the Mandalorian. Like, there's clearly things from the movies that are affecting the show. So. Yeah. Like, as I it break down. to see. Oops, sorry. Randy. My bad. Like, as, as I break down how I hope the show plays out. I fully expect like Doctor Strange to like do one of his Avengers Infinity War at the very end. Wanda, come on, you, you we have to clean up your mess. Come on, it's your kids. Yeah, <laughs> you do something about your kids. <laughs> Straight like that. See, oh man. Um, wait till January. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how I was convinced that shit was coming out like Thanksgiving week. Yeah, I don't hate that though. But no. like the last like three years, I've been like wanting to not be busy at Christmas time, like watching stuff. And so like now that there's no movies coming out, I'm like complaining. <laughs> like, last year I was like watching all the Jumanjis and like all the Star Wars and all that, like preparing for like new stuff. And I was just like, God, I wish I could just relax. It's like now yeah, I'm gonna have nothing to do. Wonder well, how about this? I don't know. Um, did you have this to talk about, Ren? Um, Maybe. Supposedly, um, Warner Brothers, we mentioned them, is going back and forth what they should do with uh, Wonder Woman 84. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, I don't care about that until they make a decision. I'm going to yeah. see it either way. Yeah. Um, it's not coming out Christmas. Yeah, it's not coming out Christmas for sure. But No. Do you think they'll do the... Um, does, does anybody have HBO Max? I do. Right. I have it for free. 
So do you think they'll do the Disney Plus and if they indeed bring it on HBO Max, they'll do the um the surcharge? No. If I was no them, way. like I was it like AT&T's like really like running the show, they're pushing for the limited run HBO Max thing and Warner themselves wants June. Mm, sure. Yeah. But I if, don't think they're going to risk it's like you said like I don't know that many people with HBO Max. I'm surprised they did it with the widgets to be honest. But that I wasn't an extra they, fee, was it? Do what? Was that it was that an extra fee? Like hey, here's a brand new no. movie. So no, neither, it was, neither it was, was American free on there, but like you know, that was supposed to come out in theaters. Yeah. And like they it just didn't. Hmm. I don't know that many people with HBO Max. I don't think they're risk that even with an extra fee i don't know i don't think they're risking that with wonder Woman. maybe right. some other movies like almost for sure some other movies it's like i feel like everybody's like weighing like disney or weighing their options with other stuff they're right. i don't think they're ever putting black widow on disney plus maybe free guy i can see that going to <laughs> yeah. hulu or disney plus or whatever i think the thing with wonder woman is it's um it's you a know, billion Steve dollar property What's that? It's a billion dollar property. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's uh, kind of speaks to my point. It'll be like, um, you know, for lack of a better phrase, um, but there's no better when I think Russian roulette. You know, they you can spend the chamber, don't do the surcharge, and you'll get more subscribers, right? Yeah. Or you could do the surcharge and scare more people away. I yeah. think that's what they're probably battling right. with. Yeah. yeah, there's so that's many people bitched about Mulan, but supposedly Disney Plus got so many new subscribers. Yeah, they're celebrating their uh, one-year anniversary with the chest out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's... um. I was curious what y'all thought about that. That's, that's a big deal. I think it goes to June. There's just too much money involved. Yeah. I think so. I just think... Like, everybody you know says this and they say that they say this but like people like the theater experience like it's a fact yeah. like money talks movies make a billion dollars because people want to go see them in the theater yeah. how about this one what's the last thing we all saw in the theater freaky oh i saw um freaky on friday yeah i saw freaky last night on friday yeah shout out to vince vaughn Sorry. i'm still laughing at that shit Oh yeah, <laughs> now like that's the kind of movie. It's like you know I trek to the theater to go see that. I would have watched Freaky at home yeah. had it come out like on Friday to rent. Like I would have watched that. At I would have rented it. It's like, if I had the choice, you know, Wonder Woman. I'm trying to see like in IMAX. I'm trying to yeah, see yeah. that. Fuck yeah, big loudest, biggest theater. And just like lose myself. Like I'm not trying to be on my phone while I watch Wonder Woman, like or Black Widow or James Bond. Like I, I rented movies. the tax like, collector. I'm trying to zone out. I, I rented the tax collector, man. I'm renting like, freaky. Yeah. But um, if they do come out to rent, like I'll, I'll do it. Like I don't care. Yeah. I'm crying about it, but like I'll, I'll still <laughs> rent it. Um. Let me break it off. Um, yeah, man, we can, we can close out talking about this quote-unquote chaos that David Fincher caused. <laughs> he ain't even really caused nothing. 
where like we could save because the next episode the next episode is still gonna be in november and i don't know what the december episode dates are yet i kind of want to save the diehard thing like i want to find like two three randoms so we can have like a a civil discussion on diehard being a christmas movie but if y'all follow eric on twitter sigma cinema he replied to some shit on imdb and then flamed this dude who thought he had a good counterpoint it was hysterical and then like because because i have like the mentality of like a three-year-old i um i po- i posted that gif reaction and got, got like four likes it was very entertaining yeah yeah like 10 likes now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that whole discussion, like caught caught a little attention. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know. We could talk about the Iron Man, Iron Man Two thing. What y'all want to do? Yeah, or is the Iron Man Two, Iron Man Three thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Definitely. <laughs> Can't no, edit yeah, that in post. Let's, let's discuss that, that that Iron Man thing. Nick Nick wants to talk about that. I'll talk about that all day. All day. Nobody nobody agrees with me. To me, Iron Man 2 is my least favorite MCU movie. Mm. I don't think it's... I like. Well, it might be other people's. But, like, everyone always says, like, Iron Man 3, I think, has the reputation of being the worst. Or at least one of the worst. Like, I don't know. I, I love them all. Like, when I saw Iron Man 2 in the theater, I remember walking out thinking it was just, like, the best shit like i was like oh my god that was so great just like anytime i do a full run through of all the movies that's the one that like drags the most for me whereas iron man 3 does not when i watch to me iron man 3 is more big picture like more entertaining and even the even the twist i think the twist in terms of the movie I think the twist works, like in terms of how entertaining it is and how it works in the movie's favor. It's just like as a comic book, <laughs> thing, it's like, ah, that wasn't that great. Versus what y'all advertised, versus what we got, that was not that great. But like in terms of the story, I think it works. I think it's like pretty cute. It's a pretty cute plot twist. But that's just me. I don't know. Other people seem to disagree with me. And that's okay. <laughs> and this, um, and the thing is, you could not like one aspect of a movie and still like the movie. People are taking the twist and saying because of the twist, it's the worst movie. Yeah, and, and, and like, come on, it's just because you didn't like the twist, and and like I said, the reason I love the twist is because. You know, all these big tentpole movies, all the crap they give away in the trailers and the commercials. And when you see the movie, not only do you get the twist, but you also get a whole new set of villains with powers you didn't know anything about. Yeah. I think that's awesome. They didn't give any of that away. And people are just hanging on a twist with and, you know, give Ben Kingsley his credit. I mean, that was that was a fun thing when the reveal happened. That was a funny that's a performance. Yes. Did you not like the um, the, what did he call it the the Christmas protocol, or whatever, with all the Iron Man suits at the end? Yeah. Come on, did, somebody can honestly tell me that that's they didn't like that that set piece. My only thing is like that happened at the end, and it was like, wow, 
way to go. And then Age of Ultron came out, and it was just like, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> eh, okay, whatever. Yeah. It, yeah, they just... Oh. And plus, the, the airplane scene with the him rescuing. I mean, come on, have some of the best, the so best set pieces. So good. And... And I would have liked um, Marvel Studios blocked it, but you know, to, them to dive deeper into his, you know, um, PTSD and well, alcoholism. But they still went with the PTSD, which was cool. And and some people, like I've seen people say that they don't like the whole thing, like with the little kid. Oh, I like the thing with the little kid. Like I don't. It it's like it brings him down to. <laughs> right. It's like it brings him down to earth a little bit. I like hate he's that motherfucker. Focusing on all this, you know, crazy shit that happened in Avengers. It's like it brings him down to, you know, yeah, earth. I don't want it to sound like I'm making a pun, but it's like it, like it, it's like it, kind of centers him in reality a little bit and realizes like <laughs> loves Pepper so much and blah 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 blah. Like to me, Iron Man Two is just like. Iron Man 2 is a good movie, but it's mm-hmm. like uh, so much of Iron Man 2 is like world building where it was like, yeah, it's they kind of um, realized like, oh, okay, so we're going to have to follow through with everything that we promised the first time. So a lot of it is like we have to have um, Samuel Jackson in there more. It's like we have to give Scarlett Johansson like ample screen time. Yeah, they set this up. We have to do this. And in the long run, it's just kind of like, oh, we have to have a villain in there that I get Mickey work. Why not? Yeah, which was who was wasted, and yeah. um, you know, even um, my boy, what's his name? Uh, um, Hammer. Justin Sam Hammer. Rockwell. Yeah, and you know his character was kind of wasted. It was just too much they threw in a pot, and but you know when when the action happened, the action was good. It's just it's a mess of a movie, but it's entertaining. But um, it even made John Favreau take a step back as far as being a filmmaker for um, the company, and yeah. even so much so, it made Favreau like question his career. He made an entire movie that was a metaphor on his career because of this, which is a great movie, Chef. But yeah. this is a great movie. But but yeah, Randy, why are you so quiet? What say you? Oh, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just I'm just waiting for my turn, baby. I know I be interrupting yeah. y'all, so I'm trying to shut the fuck up and let y'all talk. Uh, yeah, yeah. To piggyback off of the John Favreau thing, I think he got he got thrown into the fire. Let's we got to make Iron Man two as fast as possible. He he made Chef. Chef Chef is one of the most underrated movies over the past ten years. But every movie he's made since Iron Man two has still been for Disney, and he's the like create like the lead brain creative dude behind the Mandalorian. Like he's still getting him Disney checks. To me, I'm not saying Iron Man 2 is good. It's entertaining as hell. And I think I think it's a good movie aside from the stupid fight with him being drunk at the party and and Rhodey leaving with that suit. I thought that part was dumb, but the the rest of it was fine. Yeah, like like they were convinced like yeah, like we have a universe now. Like we got to do this. I laughed earlier. Like I wasn't laughing at y'all specifically. I was la- cause I was thinking of I loved you in a Christmas story. Specifically, that part was funny as fuck. Yeah. I, uh, I'd like the trailers for Iron Man 3. Like, man, like, I need Javon back on here because 
We talk about this all the time. Like we always talk about the MCU, and we always take it back to how heartbroken we were for over Iron Man three. The trailers for Iron Man three were so good. My wife multiple times in the theater was like, "I don't want to see that one. They're gonna kill Iron Man. Iron Man's gonna die in Iron Man three. Like Ben Kingsley killed it so much that right after the Dark Knight Rises, you got the trailers for Iron Man three, and everybody's doing the Mandarin yeah. voice, like they were doing the Bane voice. Like I told y'all in the DMs on Twitter, they could have had him be such a menacing villain that they could have revealed that he was behind the original Iron Man with the Ten Rings, snatching him up and, and you know, mixing it in with Jeff Bridges and having Tony abducted and in a Dark Knight trilogy sort of way, connecting that whole trilogy, bringing that whole shit full circle. And sure. the extremists... Like, like Guy Pierce is, is is a good actor. I didn't like him as is Aldrich Killian. They originally what I originally read. Well, I didn't read this in like 2012. I read this over like the past two years. Rebecca Hall was originally supposed to be the lead villain, and Feige or Disney, whoever like shot that whole shit yeah. down, and she just got you know uh, taken back to what what she ended up being, um, which was a waste. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I meant to, like, wasted characters. Yeah. And but Randy, you talk about that trailer. What did the Mandarin say in the trailer? Which now we know. Hey, man, don't, don't be trying to cut off my argument, man. I don't give a fuck who we saw coming. <laughs> You'll never see me coming. And uh, everything, and I hate, I absolutely hate when he ghost ride the Iron Man suits. The the whole in the air saving everybody like that shit was cool. But when I was like crushed when I saw to like at first I was like fuck he got hit by a car, and then it's like oh he wasn't even in the suit. Womp womp. But it's like but you gotta like watch kiss kiss bang bang watch the nice guys even the predator. Shane Black makes an amazing movie. Call it what it is like Iron Man three is one of the most well made. MCU movies across all 22, 23, 24, however many we got. But that reveal killed that shit for me. That was like the best MCU movie up to that point in 2013 to my least favorite at that time. But months later and now, my least favorite MCU movie is Thor The Dark World because that's the all-time weakest villain in the whole universe. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah. So you like Iron Man three a lot, and um, <laughs> I can still watch it, and I have appreciation for it. Yeah, yeah. But and then like it's like why we only get Iron Patriot for that one movie? Yeah, that's true. And it basically made fun of him, which would probably yeah. what would happen in real life. But yeah, but you know that kind of speaks to and I, I hate you know we that look kid. at I hate that little kid, and I hate that he was in Endgame. <laughs> What? No, no disrespect to Tyson. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? That joke, like I love you in a Christmas story. Was Peter Billingsley in the MCU? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's in Spider Man Far From Home and and Iron Man. I'm about to say, was he in the original Iron Man? I, I realized he was the dude in Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Far From Home, like Tony Stark made this out of a box of scraps. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, wait, was that Ralphie? And they, they, bring, they brought him back after, what, 11 years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess he wild. and, like, John Favreau and Vince Vaughn are, like, really good friends. Yeah. So they're all uh, each other. He movies. directed, uh, Ralphie directed, I want to say, Couples Retreat. Yeah. 
Really? He was in. He was in the breakup. Yeah. Before Christmas. Like oh, that's Elf. Crazy. Like, he's in all of those movies. But I, he's yeah, not like a the dark world. Actor. He's just only ever doing stuff like that. And what was who Which is it? Um, crazy. Was Thomas Kretschmann the villain in the Dark World? And he said he had like a shitty experience. The elf, the dark elf. I can't remember his name right now. Well, I think he was talking about more so. Um, and this is why I was about to get into people with Marvel Studios. We look at them and like, oh, they can do no wrong for the most part, and this and that. But they had a little section where they were making questions like Iron Man two. And um, Thor The Dark World, a lot of his performance was on the cut room floor because they actually came and reshot a lot of stuff with Loki because he became big shit. Yeah. And even the director said he didn't have a good experience with um, And plus, it wasn't Natalie Portman like doing a movie against her will. Yeah, like she wanted she wanted um, Patty uh, Jenkins. The woman director. Patty yeah, Jenkins, she wanted yeah. Patty Jenkins and got super butthurt when they didn't hire her. So yeah, she was right. kind of like, even well, though she's no, like, she was actually hired and they fired her. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, still, after seeing Wonder Woman, yeah. like they, she should have got to do Thor. Right, and this is messed up. The director, um, he was a Game of Thrones guy. The director, he did uh, Terminator and, Genesis, and he said something that's jacked up. He said. He had a more pleasant experience making that than he did the Dark World. And have you seen Terminator Genesis? Oh wait, he had a more he had a better experience on Terminator than Thor. Yes, that's what he said. I believe it. I mean, he <laughs> he had one of his Game of Thrones actors in there. I'm sure yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. is always a cut up on set. It was probably a fun movie to make. It just fucked up the yeah, Terminator series. <laughs> it was a right, fun movie to watch. Too. Hey, it is. It's, he did. Everyone be nice. He did Sopranos again. and shit. Like he's been doing a lot of HBO shows for a while. Yeah, but no, it's um, yeah, the thought of the dark world. It's not the thing. Is it's not a bad movie necessarily. There's things yeah. in the dark world that I love. Like that's why I don't. I don't put it last. Like it's one of the weaker. It might even be like the weakest MCU movie. Like, but like there's parts of it that I just love, and so. I can't put it last like everyone else. Like there's, I love Thor. Like all the Thor movies are, to me are just like, I don't know. It's like the first Thor movie was to me. It was like the proving ground of the MCU. Like that was the one that I was like, this isn't going to work. Like this is going to be weird. <laughs> They're not like the rainbow road. Like how are they even going to do that? Like that's not going to. And like it all, like the first Thor, like it all worked for me. Like I was like, oh my god, this kid, oh, like this is so good. He, so I was, I was more excited for the Dark World, I think, than I even was like Iron Man three. Like I was just like, I am so ready to do that again. And like in the Avengers, like I was more excited for Thor to show up. Like when he showed up on the plane, it was like forty minutes into the movie. Yeah. Like I was like, yeah, <laughs> fucking finally! Like I was so excited. So. I don't know. There's just something about the dark world. Like, I don't think the villains are that bad. Like, everyone else does. Eric's, like, looking around, like... <laughs> no, somebody keeps... <laughs> I don't think they're that bad. Like, they're they're weak. He's a weak villain, but, like... Yeah. Like, they kill his mom. Like, a weak yeah. villain doesn't do that. 
Like, like the abomination from the Hulk. Like, he could never. He didn't kill anybody's mom. <laughs> so, like, Man, I don't know. That's funny. You know, I kind of like, um, speaking of um, in Civil War, when um, General Ross, he names all the places that they supposedly messed up and how he conveniently leaves out Harlem, which is something he caused. Yeah. Yeah, I right? just wanted to throw that in there. Nobody talks about that. Yo, I'm on Wikipedia, man. Alan Taylor is directing uh, the Many Saints of Newark too. He m- he might finally do a good movie. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, that was a little more savage than I intended. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I I can't hate Thor: The Dark World because it has an Infinity Stone. Like it's an important movie. Yeah, yeah. that's another thing. But like, it's like, it still lasts. Well, and, it's not really a stone. It's more like a sludge. You know why you're calling it that? Right. <laughs> I don't know why don't everybody know, keeps calling it a stone. About the Thor, like I love Anthony Hopkins as Odin. Like I just like the casting of the Thor movies was so good to me. And yeah. like Cat Dennings' apologist, like, like you said, like Loki became like a bigger deal after Fucking the Avengers. Rock star. And, and I remember watching, yeah, the Dark World, like. It was almost like watching The Dark Knight. Like, every scene, not to that extent, but, like, every scene, like, Heath Ledger would be in in The Dark Knight, it was like, like, you were more excited for that scene. Like, the first yeah. time you... It was kind of like that with Loki in The Dark World. Like, the beginning of that movie was, like, him in the handcuffs. I remember being, like, real excited. Like, ooh, like, what's gonna happen? That's the storyline I care about. And I thought they did really well with his character in The Dark World. So much so that they killed him, and then we're like, "Shit, <laughs> let's let's undo that." Like, why not? Yeah. But I feel like we talked about like ten Marvel movies when we were only going to talk about like two of them. Yeah, I, I don't even. Weren't we talking about Iron Man two and three? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is such a short short discussion. The Dark World. Um, As we talk about Marvel stuff, and like I'll just keep talking. Yeah. Like if we don't, if we don't stop. It's it's my favorite franchise. I'm not stopping anybody from talking about the MCU. Star Wars and like The Walking Dead. Last time, it's like if we don't stop talking about it, like I'll just I'll keep talking about it. I don't care. So, uh, is this is is the David Fincher controversy? Is it more about what he said, or like Eric was talking about in on Twitter? idiots only reading the headline yeah it's probably a combination of the article and whatever it was, was was interesting but clickbait yeah it's the, the thing the specific thing that was trending on twitter was he's they were saying oh fincher said um joker movie betrays the mentally ill i'm like oh my god right, just right. two more sentences would have cleared that right up what he actually said yeah like oh man but yeah he like david fincher is it's i mean it's good for him it's given his promotion for his new movie on the mank or whatever so it's isn't whatever they think the dude who gary oldman plays that like wrote citizen kane or whatever was involved in a lot of those early bond movies and he directed uh the tom hanks dan Aykroyd dragnet yeah, mm, that's interesting. I know that. I don't think so. I'm gonna pretend I did. I, I like that movie. I like Dragnet. That's a. <laughs> to me, it's like it's just like the Scorsese thing last year. Like talking about Marvel. I think people read the headlines. 
they might even read the articles. And it's almost like the outrage comes from like, I can't believe someone would say that about something as I like. To like thinking of whether or not it's true. Yeah. Like it's almost like, you know, you come out and you say it was a betrayal of the mentally ill. Everyone's like, Oh my god. I love the I loved the movie. Yeah. Don't say something about something that I loved. That means I might be wrong. It's like maybe he watched that. Like even like take away any like you know it's like maybe he watched it and maybe that's what he thought. Like that doesn't mean he's wrong. Exactly. Like what he you know, that's how he saw that movie. It's not wrong. It's like Scorsese says, to me that's not cinema. It's not wrong. Like if that's how if that's <laughs> not to him, like that's his opinion. Right. So it's like no, like Joker won how you know was nominated for this Oscar and that Oscar and a thousand Oscars. Like obviously like enough people liked it and it made enough of a cultural impact that like, you know, it's not like his opinion is gonna damage that movie forever. Yeah. It's like that's what we saw. Right. Breaking My news. Joaquin Phoenix turns down Joker sequels because of David Fincher's comments. Yeah, like that's not gonna happen. Like, no. that's like <laughs> You know, even if you take away the context, which, like Eric said, it's like there's more did. context to his quote. Right. So me, like my biggest takeaway of that little quote was he says, you know, that kind of movie like wouldn't have even been made without you know the Dark Knight's success. Right. I thought that last year when yeah. everyone was like freaking out about Joker, like, oh my god, it was amazing. Like I thought it was Joker was great. It was a great accomplishment for a film. But I thought, like, to me, it was like, it's like they say, it's like the Dark Knight walked so Joker could run. I was like, everything, you know, Heath Ledger did with that character has expanded how we look at that character in the 12 years since that came out. So, you know, anything they do with Joker, like from even like the cartoon movies to like, you know, how many graphic novels have been written since the Dark Knight, like mm -hmm. serious Joker you know, like the Arkham Asylum games have come out since the Dark Knight. Like all of that is like, look at my serious Joker. Yeah. Like, look how look how seriously I took the Joker this time. That's that was the biggest takeaway for me. I was like, yeah, like the Dark Knight wasn't the first thing to do that, but it was the first movie, like the first mainstream, like right. everyone thing that everyone saw that like really took the Joker like in this direction like that made you question like mental illness or is that what right. mental illness is is you know so I liked that I liked that part of the quote because I right. felt like clawed their eyes out over Joker like it was this big work of originality not that it wasn't but it was you know it wasn't right and so, yeah so you basically got what he actually said yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like oh yeah and no. he said that he was surprised that it would take from the Dark Knight and make a movie diving into how mentally ill people are failed, how they're treated wrong. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's what he was actually said. Oh, I, yeah, he said that they are portrayed and not the movie betrays the mentally ill. Yeah. That's how people were reading it. And he's saying, and yeah, I'm like, oh my God, y'all just fucking read. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, people, a lot of people don't do, read articles. When Joker came out, a lot of people looked at it 
you know, some people loved it. Like people, you know, clawed their eyes out. Was like, oh my god, that's amazing. Oh my god, I've never seen such a deep character. Where a lot of other people were like, immediately before seeing it, I was like, this looks like Incel the movie. Like they were just like, oh, this is all <laughs> two. They were just like, this is just like angry white guy does this. It looked and like to me. It looked like, like some movie know, called Taxi Driver. <laughs> Whatever that is. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's, you know, he looked at it as not like they're they're making an excuse for this behavior. Yeah, it's like more so like this is what happens. Like the, you fail, like the society or whatever, like fails someone who's obviously like mentally unstable. It's not that like you deserve this and society deserves this. Like that's the cringy opinion. But it's like yeah. that's how I took his quote. It's like it's a betrayal of the mentally ill, not the movie. Yeah. Self. But maybe it is. Like maybe it is a bit maybe that movie just sucks and we're all just <laughs> maybe we're all misreading the quote. I wanna know his opinion on Jared Leto's Joker. No shit, right? But somebody asked me, like, what do you think of Suicide Squad? Well, hopefully we'll see it when we see the air cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we had this discussion before a year ago when Nick was saying the same thing about the Snyder cut. Like, ah, yeah. 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 No, that was... I don't know. But it's like, I was like the Snyder cut, like, I was kind of right. I don't... Like, it didn't fully exist. Although they're saying he only filmed like four minutes of new footage. Nah, see, that's another. That's another like <laughs> no, clickbait they, headline they, fabrication. Yeah, but I when I read that, I feel like he's probably like exaggerating. I'm like he's like maybe like four minutes. Like he's not saying I only shot four minutes of new footage. Right, but definitely, I mean, the movie wasn't completed. Yeah, obviously, but then again, you know what? The, what's his name? We made a whole nother new movie basically but i think what they're doing with this why not take the opportunity he's basically making his two-part movies that he wanted to make at first yeah oh, okay yeah well justice league round yeah so they i did say that, why that it's gonna be you know four hours why the hell not and whether it's like the yacht post credit scene or whether it's like some some new shit supposedly they're gonna tweak joker's look for the, the snyder cut yeah but you can only happens so much. Like you can't get, you can't remove that from our brains. No. Nah. Like he had the tattoos and the teeth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever a road weary Joker looks like. Yeah. I'm excited. Still. Yeah. Who knows when that'll come out? That'll come out before Wonder Woman. It probably. Yeah. Will. Well, it's gonna be on HBO Max. So. Yeah, man. Oh. Uh, See, Mank comes out on Netflix in Going December. Back to that, I feel like. But I was, I was just gonna say, like, I feel like almost like they're gonna wait and see how well Justice League does on HBO Max, and then the air cut decision on Wonder Woman. Yeah, but not to backtrack too hard. David Fincher, great so, guy. He, I think he, his other like the other headlines were like he made a comment about Orson Welles and it's like, 
he, he kind of knows the guy, man. How long has he been working on Mank, man? Like, it's all about Orson Welles and Citizen Kane and all that shit. And then he's going to do that the, can, the cancel culture show so he can show all y'all how insane you look. I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. Like, if I was a director and somebody's like, I'm going to make a movie about cancel culture, I'd be like, absolutely not. I'm surprised there's not a, a hashtag trending already that says cancel David Fincher. Absolutely not. I'm not trying to get canceled for some shit. Cancel me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I think we're nearing the end. Because, like... Mank comes out in December, so we can't really do a Fincher conversation next episode, like, about his filmography. Yeah. And in December, like, I don't know how many episodes, like I said, I don't know how many episodes in December. We could do Die Hard for one of those, and then one of those got to be the end of this shit show of a year. In memoriam. Yeah. We don't have to do, like, a top three, because there wasn't, there's good movies to talk about, but there's not, like, that many movies. Like, my number one of the year before COVID is still my number one for 2020. I think mine has moved one spot since March. What you I got? Number one. What you got it's, over Onward or The Way Back? I don't remember what uh, your number one was. The Chicago 7 movie. Okay. Yeah. So, but even that's, like, not by much. Y'all know like me and Netflix movies. Movie, but, like, in a normal year, like, that wouldn't be the best picture. But who knows? Maybe it would. I don't know. But see, like, Run is coming. Super Intelligence is coming. Like, all these good movies are coming on streaming. Like, Mank is coming. Um, I don't Mank know. Mank is playing at my theater, like, downtown. Now, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I'll just go see it. I'm about to say, and you haven't went to watch that shit? Uh, but, I mean, it's like a Netflix free. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. I don't know. Let's see, see. But I think I still would have watched The Irishman in the theater, too. And Soul comes out Christmas Day. Like, there's a few movies that I can't really, like, cement my list yet. Did y'all know, just like a, just a did y'all know Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross were doing the music for Soul? I think oh. I had seen it, like, when they announced that cast. I had seen that I shit. Was, like, I was watching the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing yesterday, and it was like Nine Inch Nails were inducted, and they were talking about the movies he did and I was like trying to remind myself of other movies he did other than David Fincher and it was just like Soul 2020 2020 ew but like at the same time like it's probably gonna be awesome yeah it's gonna be amazing yeah but anyway random (laughs) yeah yeah I mean yeah (laughs) Kill, kill the dead air uh yeah, I mean, I, I guess we're done. Like, I'm bad at like ending segments. It wasn't really like a. Uh, we had like two good discussions with some mini discussions in there. I figure out what, what's up. We got a lot of good discussions. They're all good discussions. They always are, Nicholas. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I'll figure out what we're gonna do in two weeks, or we'll just cook it up like we did today. I'm going to talk about the sports, talk about this uh, Busta Rhymes album or whatever I do for music because the day of recording, I still don't even know. Uh, (laughs) It's Rec League, man. All right, man. um, 
it's recently been announced by Woj, by Shams. Pretty sure confirmed by the NBA. They wouldn't post it if it wasn't confirmed. Uh, the NBA already has a game plan in place to start next season on December 22nd. No schedules, no games have been announced. They got dates that they um, project everything to go down. I, I, I hit a couple of them. Obviously, December 20th. Well, first, first um, I think they can trade. They can start trading probably before this episode gets uploaded. Um, this Wednesday is the draft. Friday, free agents can talk. Next Sunday, free agents can sign. December 22nd, like I said, that's when the season's going to start. The All-Star break is from March 5th to the 10th, but there's no All-Star game. You know, just Indianapolis, right? Um, hopefully, every All-Star game that's already announced just gets pushed back one season and Indy gets the 2022 All-Star game. Um, the end of the regular season, May 16th. I I assume that this is going to be like the um, the Portland-Memphis game in the bubble from May 17th to 21st. It says play in tournament for 7 to 10 seeds. I don't exactly know what that means. Is it they're not going to make like a 10 seed playoff bracket? I would assume not. So maybe it's just like the bubble where the teams seeded have a chance to to make the 7th and 8th seed in their conference based on, you know what I'm saying, how it went down in the bubble. So they're going to just keep pushing forward with that. That could be fun. with. I mean, not every stadium is going to allow fans. Obviously, the Lakers have already said no fans this season. Um, but like the Pacers, the Colts have fans. Why can't the Pacers? The, uh, the playoffs are going to start May 22nd. The finals are going to be July 8th to the 22nd. And then uh, they they want that to be over. They're still assuming that the playoff the uh my bad. They're still assuming that the Olympics are gonna happen next summer. But if the like say Lakers Heat meet in the finals next summer for a rematch, like LeBron, Anthony Davis, Jimmy Butler, uh, Tyler Hero, whoever makes the finals next season, they're not gonna want to play on the Olympic team because then. I assume the 2021-2022 season is going to start regular time. That's literally no downtime. There's no time to recuperate and recharge for the following season. Um, I think it's wild that one NBA season is going to end and another is going to begin, and it's all going to be at the same stretch as a current NFL season. Like That's, that's just weird stuff I think about. Um, I mean, I love NBA basketball, so bring it, you know what I mean? Um, it kind of like it, I'm thinking about guys like LeBron and the way that this schedule got altered and the way the next season is going to, uh, start and when it's going to end. And then when the following season is going to end, that's like that, man, that, that feels like cramming like three seasons of basketball into like two years. So like the I don't know that that's like the, an odd end to his career all because of the coronavirus, um, and then the, these rookies who are gonna have and and free agents team team uh, players that get traded rookies players that get traded players that free agents sign 
they're not going to have a lot of time to adapt to their new teams, man. It's going to be it's going to be a hectic uh start to the season. Team I think teams that are projected like James Harden is in trade rumors right now and it's like hypothetically if James Harden gets traded, that team's not going to be good until like like let's say Harden goes to the Nets. They played last year with half the season, three-fourths of the season without Kyrie. They haven't played with KD yet. And if they get Harden, like, it's going to take them until like February to really start to click. Um, I wonder if Harden gets traded. I wonder if Westbrook would stay in Houston. Because if he wants to be the man and doesn't really care about chasing a championship, he'd be the man in Houston. Um, yeah, like... I'm excited that basketball is coming back so soon. I think it sucks for teams like the Lakers and the Heat, the uh, the Celtics, the Nuggets, who played late into the bubble, obviously trying to win a championship, but they got a shorter offseason compared to teams that didn't make the bubble who have been off since March. They almost had a full year off. Um, I mean... Yeah, like like drop a comment, hit me on the fa- hit me on the voice message if you on Anchor, Spotify, whatever. If if you're watching the the video, drop a comment, man. What do you think about the NBA coming back so soon? Um, when I come back, I'm gonna spit something for y'all. Then I'm gonna talk about that Busta Rhymes or possibly something else, man. Rec League, baby. Yo. Yo, what's this, bro? Man, the women's is luscious. Decision making, fuck it. It's a rap as soon as she tug it. Y'all should see all the points that my Jimmy buckets. It's nothing. There was zero competition. I get marching orders and then accomplish my mission. Always score. These other boys, Danny Green missing. Check my fresh. My suits talk to me. Got a Jarvis vision. The hardest in it. My bars exquisite. Take the charge. Balls are as ref, not a hard decision. Pumpkin carve incision. Trying to set up a cars on mars convention it's common sense i am that guy i am that fly you fly as mike pence so much flow oh my i am drenched retire the mic i'm the fucking best pardon my french yo i'm gonna uh i'm gonna put a cap on this episode right quick i told y'all it was gonna come back if it's just me, I can do shorter episodes. I got guests, and we converse. We get off topic. We come back to the topic. Actually forgot it. Holes money. I'm the shit. Oh, yeah. I'm reminded. Uh, But if it's just me, yeah, like I can do shorter shit. It's, it's a little boring because it's just me talking, hoping that you guys care. But hip-hop. Um, Busta Rhymes dropped the album the day before Halloween, and I've been playing it for the past couple weeks. I got a few spins out of it. Um, Javon loved this album. I think uh, I think Jake felt similar to me, but it's not a bad album. Like Busta Rhymes is a legend. First, this album is twenty two tracks. The Reloaded album is twenty six tracks. In two thousand twenty, man, that's way too long. Um. Busta Rhymes always like he always has his overall theme to what he's doing and it, ELE Extinction Level Event Two to Wrath the God, um, and he's he's kind of been like 
on some DMX kind of like having religious themes to his stuff. And like, you know, in the intro to outro to Busta Rhymes, he's always like telling a story, talking to like a sibling or something. Uh, or a child, a sibling, my ass. Uh, yeah, like he's talking to like a, a kid and explaining that the world doesn't have much longer to to exist and and then he has like different types of songs like he has songs with bars he has club stuff he has deep introspective stuff and and this album this album is feature heavy Buster Rhymes always been one to pay attention to uh, to show love to legends he got he got rock him he got Pete Rock he got MOP he got ODB, he got Q-Tip, and then and Mariah Carey, Mary J, and then one of them bonus tracks has Eminem. Like he has legends on his stuff. Chris Rock is on this album. Chris Rock is on at least four or five different tracks. Um, I didn't find Chris Rock like overly annoying. Like between Fargo and that new Saw movie coming out. And now this Busta Rhymes album, like, Chris Rock is doing things. But toward the end, I don't remember if it was um, Freedom or Satanic, the one of the last two tracks. Like, around the end, Chris Rock started to wear on my nerves. Um, There is, I want to say Best I Can with Rhapsody. That's probably my favorite track on the whole album. He's rapping like like she's rapping about giving him a hard time raising a kid, and he's talking about he's doing the best he can. And like I don't even have kids, and that that hit me, like that uh that track resonated with me. The everybody freaked out about the Kendrick Lamar feature. I thought it was fine. Like I I, I like Kendrick. But I don't go like I don't I don't go nuts every time Kendrick shows up on somebody album. Um and yeah, like in Twitter, social media overrated that track. He he tried to recreate some magic with Q T with Mariah Carey. Um Rick Ross is on the album. Rick Ross and Busta Rhymes do not have good chemistry, man. Rick Ross does not sound good on a Busta Rhymes song. Um I'm not I'm not a huge Anderson Pack fan. He was on the hook to one of the, one of the singles. And then Where's it at? Vibes Cartel was was on the other one. I think they got kind of like a beanie man, kind of a, a reggae vibe to to their their stuff. Um But yeah, man, uh overall Overall, I thought this album was solid. Overall, I think this Busta Rhymes album is a is a three out of five, and I don't want to I don't want to put my man's on blast when when he's not here to defend himself. But like like I said I said that Busta Rhymes is a three, and and Javon freaked out. Like like I like I said it was a one or a two. Um, my it's a solid album. Like I haven't been head over heels in love. With the Busta Rhymes album since the Big Bang, I feel like back on my BS, he went for he went for the radio jams, he went for the popular features that would get spins and attention, and 
he did some of that on this too. Like there's just there's a couple club songs that I think sound too like current and trying to be like trying to resonate with the young listener. And I I ain't mad at somebody like an old head legend trying to reach out to the youth and get some get some new fans like that, that, you know get your money. But for me, like somebody that grew up in the '90s and 2000s, and that's my era of hip hop. Like, like, but like I discovered and fell in love with hip hop around the time Busta Rhymes came out, and and like I said, I love the Big Bang, I love Anarchy, I love Genesis, I love It Ain't Safe No More. Like Busta Rhymes' discography has classic jams. I just like in five months, I don't I don't see myself spinning ELE two. Um. But if you if you like this album, drop a comment, drop a voice message. If you didn't like whatever you thought about this Buster Arms, man, react to it. Let me know. React to anything we talked about on this episode today. Movie wise, sports wise, criticize my bars. If you want to talk about this Buster Arms, man, um, like, subscribe, comment. You know what I'm saying? Um, we'll be back in two weeks. So y'all just sit back and chill until the next episode.